live once again from Atlanta, Georgia, and New York City. Great to be back. I feel like we should do some shout-outs ever since Dr. Lee's wedding. I feel like I just really appreciated the, the love and support that we got there for the Zeit. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was crazy. The, the fact that it even came up and people we found were listening to the Zeit on just like their daily activities, going to the gym, listen to the Zeit, go for a walk, pop the Zeit on. It's great. Right. Your significant other tries to talk to you, pop on the Zeit. Pop it on. Let's just say there were at least, at least hundreds of people trying to talk to us about the Zeit. Uh, and by hundreds, I mean like one and a half. One and a half. <laughs> at least a hundred times each. <laughs> yeah. No, it was fun though. And yeah, we'd like it was to a great wedding. Yeah. Um, initial shout out obviously goes to Dr. Lee. Yeah. Thanks, Dr. Ryan. Ryan Patrick Lee. For not only having a great wedding, but also having the tallest bachelor party or whatever groomsman of any group I've ever seen. KY at six two or six one was like the shortest guy in the line. <laughs> Which is like, I'm not, uh, this is not an exaggeration to anyone who does not know how tall KY is and him being second to last, it was like the tallest person was like six, eight. <laughs> I just want to clarify because, you know, this is going out into posterity. I was third to last. So. Oh, <laughs> third to last. I don't know. Where are you? You're right. I remember I'm sure you the, uh, <laughs> it was like, I felt very inadequate that entire weekend uh, because <laughs> You know, it's like the guy to my right, that was Fenway. Fenway, I think it's like 6'3". Yeah, um, he is. Yeah. But then the two guys to my left were like significantly shorter. I think those guys were like 5'8 or something. That's probably I why like, I didn't see them. Drop off. Yeah, I was like, exactly. those guys, they must they not don't even, even show be up in the wedding party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, who else? I mean, I think most of the appreciation goes toward Jacob. Jacob, yeah, thanks. I mean, obviously Jacob is listening. So, Jacob, uh, you're our number one in the Zeit's heart right now. Thank you for everything that you do as as a, our listener base. <laughs> <laughs> I think what's happened to our listener base is we had a lot of coverage in the beginning, mm. and those mm-hmm. people were not super engaged. And eventually, we pared down the subscriber list to. Just our core fans, the recurring listeners. So now yeah, we have Jacob. one subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> In my mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Shout out Senate too. Senate is a recurring listener. So we oh, have yeah. three. Three. Actually, I think my mom churned, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, jokes aside, though, it was it was really fun to uh, hear folks I didn't know listening to the pod, so. Thanks. Uh, well, I didn't know at the time. Jacob, it's great to meet you. Uh, thanks for being a listener. Senate, always good. Glad it's go- things are going well. You know what's hilarious, though, is how when you and I were talking at that late night, Jacob recognized you just from your voice, from having listened to the Zeit so much. <laughs> <laughs> Something He's I like, thought would literally never happen. I know that voice. <laughs> That's silky smooth. He's like, have you been smoking some cigarettes? And I'm like, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm really excited to talk about what we've been watching. I have been watching, once again, 
mostly not the stuff that we said we were going to watch. Oh, same, same. I'm so <laughs> oh glad you said God. that because like just a weight lifted off my shoulders because I haven't watched any of the stuff that we said we would. Oh, good. Me either. I feel like <laughs> Great. we should continue to list off interesting sounding things at the end of each episode that we're going to watch. And just never watch them. And just not do it. We're just going to keep we're like, <laughs> this time we're definitely going to watch Mass. <laughs> Actually, no one really wants to listen to us talk about that anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, although there was some good feedback from Nine Days, surprisingly. I don't think anyone actually watched Nine Days, but the conversation surrounding Nine Days, right. I think, was interesting. They probably didn't even make it to the part of the conversation about Nine Days. That was Definitely just not. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first part that I accidentally deleted my audio for. I think people. Uh, I think people stayed pretty engaged for... Uh, learning a bit about your office toilet wiping habits <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, I, anyway I forgot that i revealed that um <laughs> damn it i'm always i'm always giving too much to the site more than the people need to know but. i mean if you want to you know tickle the rusty balloon knot every once in a while <laughs> After that you is... take massive dumps, then that's, I mean, it's 2022. That's cool. That's in. That's the most horrifying metaphor. I don't even want to think about it anymore. Okay. Let me just hit you with some, some of the stuff I've been consuming. I'm excited to hear this list. I, so I've been, the context around this is I've been working like very late the last like, I don't know, three weeks. Part of that's because I'm working with people in the West Coast time zone and then the other parts because I now have to like, I have a child I have to like deal with and I have to make dinner. And so like between 6 p.m. and like 8 p.m. I can't work, which is usually like used to be like a prime time work for me. So now I like do child things and then by like 830 I'm working again. But like at that point, I'm not doing meetings really unless I'm working with folks in India. Anyway, once again, telling too much information. Long story short is I end up putting on stuff in the background way more now. Dude, like you're movies. the king of that. Yeah. And yeah, I know. And I, I've I've just been like crushed. I mean, I, I, like I like you said, I was, I'm the king of it. I, I, I went through a phase like, I don't know, a few months ago when I did that. <clears throat> um, but like I just went through a huge phase. So one is uh, the new Stranger Things series. Yes. Saw it. No, okay, great. We can touch on that. I think next I hit up RRR, that movie from um, from India. It's not Bollywood, but it's that sounds so, so familiar. Competitor. It's in. It's on Netflix. And holy Jesus, um, we should come back to that. It's like a three-hour extravaganza of these two Indian guys just like killing and/or fighting a bunch of like colonial imperial uh, English imperialists. Um, I watched the new series of, and then rewatched the first two uh, seasons of Love, Death, and Robots. Oh which shit! We have to talk about i am my my brain has been fully melted um by that i watched the new harry potter firmly in the background but honestly not not bad and i also picked up the first three star wars movies so episode one episode two and episode three so not the first three in which they were released but the in in the episode order and they get progressively a lot worse i literally couldn't finish episode three revenge of the sith but anyway not to get ahead of myself so 
I've, I touched on some other things, but those are the ones that I want to talk about the most. So. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely some overlap here. Nice. Stranger Things. Finished it. Got to talk about that. Great. The Batman. This one's kind of from a while back. Oh, I watched that too. Yeah. 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 yeah we can maybe talk about that. I don't know if you ever saw. So after Bo Burnham's Inside came out last year and there, there was like a follow-up that dropped on YouTube with the outtakes but they're not outtakes. I heard. It was just all of the extra footage. And I heard. I, I want to okay, watch so that. I saw that. I'm really excited to hear about that. All right. Saw uh, a show called The Pentaveret on Netflix. This is Mike Myers' new show. Dude. Very Mike Myers. <laughs> I started watching that. I couldn't. <laughs> I want to hear your take on it. Yeah. Uh. Definitely got to talk about Star Wars because I started watching Obi-Wan, the show, and yeah. also Boba Fett. And then... Believe it or not, I I watched Slumdog Millionaire for the first time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow. India comes in big time in hot. Yeah. as a cultural cultural uh, force to the zeit this episode. Probably two of the better things I had to guess that we watched on that list. <laughs> Unless you didn't like Slumdog, but then you're a monster. So loved it. Absolutely okay, great. Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. Maybe let's start with Stranger because that was a crossed, crossed. Uh, so, by the way, I have only I'm only halfway through, so don't tell me what happens at the end. Um, but I have halfway some through sh- the final, the most recent season. Okay, I'm like five episodes in or four, four or five, whatever. Okay, okay, about gotcha. halfway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's your take? So I think the general take is like this. No take. <laughs> this season, or should we like intro this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so point. here's what we've been watching. Cut in what we just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Stranger Things. A new season dropped. Yeah, uh, season four, right? Uh, season? Or actually, season four, part one. Ooh, interesting, weird framing there. Are you saying that we're not going to talk about the whole thing because I haven't watched it or because it's actually just called season four, part one? Oh, no, I'm saying uh, I'm pretty sure... There's a part two to season four coming out next month. Oh, so shit. they're they're following. I, I'm I'm almost positive they're following a similar thing to Ozark. Oh fuck! I also watched Ozark, <laughs> <laughs> where they'll drop part one of a season, and then a couple weeks later they'll drop part two, trying to keep the engagement alive. How right? many like how many analysts do you think it took to being like, what if we could allow for binging and for anticipatory? long-term engagement with the platform <laughs> <laughs> to maximize like the subscriptions and it's like, like yeah what if, if we spread just... them out over two different months we can get two times the amount of subscribers <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's amazing that is 100 percent a conversation <laughs> that they... <laughs> uh, yeah they definitely overcorrected a bit everything just dropping at once so i think i guess this is a good compromise but yeah so stranger things general take was it was much more intense than the other seasons yeah mm-hmm. i mean they they got straight into it and i i mean you know me I, i'm like the opposite of you in <laughs> <laughs> just leave it at that <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> i feel like you watch a lot more scary movies than i do mm-hmm. i i just i'm uh what you call like a pussy <laughs> the the technical term yeah yeah and so I, I don't, but yeah, there were definitely parts of this season where I was like, this is actually kind of scary. You know, I don't really want to go downstairs right now at 1 a.m. in the dark. So 
Yeah. There's that. Yeah. But let's you cut, like... that, cut that part out. Uh. <laughs> no, we're keeping that. I also feel that way, to be clear. I feel that way g- usually, just like in general. Yeah, yeah. But, right, right. Uh, baseline. But baseline overall, the dark. yeah. Liked it. Overall, I liked it, right? Okay. I thought it was a really good season, but I thought it was maybe sometimes too over the top. Mm. Especially, and like, I, I can't remember how far along you are, so I'll keep it vague, but the scenes in the lab, essentially, with the kids. Oh, right. Uh huh. Just anything yeah. related to that. I feel like they just went a little overboard. And I feel like they lost a bit of credibility with, you know, how the first like one or two seasons, they had this amazing balance of being a bit restrained about the way that they presented different scary ideas. And it was very much more Spielberg-esque in terms of like the execution than this one felt a bit more like like a cheap, dirty whore. (laughs) Harver? Harver or whore? A whore? Oh, whore. Okay. A prostitute? Uh, just making sure I understood. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I generally agree. I, I would say the three things that I love about Stranger Things that they did nail on this, similar to what you said, are first one, I love how good the actors are, especially the kids. Unfucking so believably good. So many other shows like this that have similar budget, I think can look really good like Stranger Things does, especially in this world in which Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, HBO Go, you name it, like are throwing tons of money to make like really beautiful looking TV shows. Like the actors can take so much of that down. And to a kid, they all are so compelling. Like that is one of the things that struck me the most I had forgotten about is that they're all, if anything, they've gotten to be better actors than they were in the last season. So that one, I just, I'm like, I will watch it just for that. And I don't usually say that because it's like, but it's that much better. The other one is I think I do really love how they make compelling, just like I would almost watch the show to, to like follow the like drama of these kids. Like the, the whole like first half of the first episode or maybe even the whole first episode is essentially dazed and confused. Like I was like, I could just watch this TV show purely as like a dazed and confused TV show. Like I love these characters. They're going through hard shit. They're struggling with home life, but they're trying to be cool and like understand what it means to be sexually driven and go through puberty. I love that they can juxtapose that with this insane horror thing where like both could be independently good movies and they mash it together. That's also super rare. Most horror movies are good because they have good horror and most yeah, comedies or, or dramedies are good because they're good dramedies and, uh, and not because they have other components. So anyway, second thing, love how they do that. Third thing is the sound. I just love what Stranger Things does with sound. I think Jess couldn't disagree with me more because it, I, I like to listen to it as loud as like my Sonos speaker system will allow me to. Yeah, in the den. Because I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. I mean... You could probably crack those windows open a little bit. Let some of those sound waves out. Oh, yeah. Let the, let people, the neighbors let know the what's listen. happening. Yeah. Let the neighbors know <laughs> what I'm watching. But the like synthesizer combo with the like, monster sound, it works really well with surround sound. I just, I, every time I've watched it, I'm like, wow, that's great. I kind of agree with you on your, your negative though. I think I probably liked it a little bit more so far uh, than it sounds like you do. But 
they do like lean in. It's a common problem. It's like the problem with like um, Game of Thrones. It ends up being known for certain things. And I feel like the producers are like pressured into like making it more intense in that way. And it's yeah. like, guys, we liked it better. Like you were saying when you didn't, when it was the idea of something being creepy was compelling versus just like blood and guts and like broken bones everywhere. It's like, I'm like, okay, this is a little too much. I'm like terrified <laughs> slash want to throw up right now. So yeah, uh, overall, definitely a recommend uh, watch. Sounds like you're on the same page, even if like, you know, I, I t- tend to agree with your take on the excesses. Yeah, totally. And like I did end up going back and rewatching a few of the apps from season one and two. And I had forgotten just how incredible they were. That's great. Well, we'll see. Hopefully they don't, hopefully they can end on a relatively high note. That's so hard for these types of shows to do. So if they can keep it up, it'll at least be like a, yeah, uh, respectable. Okay. Let's talk. I'll really, I'll keep this one short because I think you should catch it and then we can talk about it more seriously. But RRR which stands for, I always forget. I don't even know if I'm saying this right. It could be triple R or something, like triple X. It's like someone be like, I watched XXX. It's like, uh, uh, it's the Indian version of Vin Diesel. You know, <laughs> well, I mean. Could be. Kind of, but not, but yeah, but way better. Rise, um, Roar, Revolt. Yes, Rise, Roar, Revolt. Nailed it. You know what's funny though, is I'm just looking at the MDIB and the cover art for the movie I don't know if you're looking at the same thing, but it says streaming now in 4K Ultra HD, Dolby Atmos. And that takes up maybe 50% of that entire cover. <laughs> I do see that. It's like, I've, it's never, like... I've never seen a movie do that before. <laughs> it's like, okay, either Dolby, like someone made a deal and Dolby's like... <laughs> Dolby's like, we need like... 25% of the cover. <laughs> We'll pay you $500,000 to just put us in the front. Or, I mean, it does have pretty good sound. Yeah, that is really weird. I'm, that's and the director's like, okay, so what's the best part of this movie that we want to highlight? The sound. Yes. The, right. the Dolby Atmos sound. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. Continue. So it's 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 great because it, it it's a really compelling storyline. It's also one that I think we're familiar with. Obviously, it's it's about... Indians who are I don't want to give anything away but basically it's like a colonialism story and it's totally fabricated so it's not like based on real events but it's like the concept of being oppressed and and like the what it would mean if you had frankly almost like superhero level they're not superheroes to be super clear but like almost superhero level awesome fighters on behalf of the Indian population side it's it's so hard to explain but it has that flair it's again i don't think it's actually f- produced in bollywood i think there's a second version of bollywood as far as i understand in uh in india where this one's from but there's still like some of the dancing and singing not like too on the nose but it, it has like that bit of a flair to it long story short it is a hell of a long wild movie i watched it in two different parts and there's a ton of insane action scenes like wild insane action scenes and there's love and broken hearts and betrayal and um all the good things that you want i would say that i'm I'm not like super super compelled by the characters in terms of their interactions with each other but but it's totally worth watching for the characters individually 
like as in what they seem to represent and the symbols that they are and then just the wild wild action that they have going on there there's like people fighting tigers there's people fighting people there's like huge dance fights like all sorts of stuff and um totally worth worth watching you had me at dance fights although that was the last thing you said but uh i'm just looking at the runtime here three hours seven minutes that's a commitment for sure where did you watch this netflix it's on netflix yeah and um the description is uh i should have read this at the beginning is a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries and their journey away from home before they start fighting for their country in the 1920s uh man Ugh, I, I want to go into more of it, but let's wait until you um, until you give it a watch. Yeah. So, uh, worth worth watching. It's wild. At least watch the trailer. It's like fucking nuts. All right, next up, let me do one more, and then I'll pass it back to you because I am going through my list, and I I just I can't stop. Um, did you ever watch the first season of Love, Death, and Robots? No. On Netflix. So I've heard so many good things about this show. It's been flagged on my Netflix for a long time. And I've been meaning to watch it. I just remember watching the trailer like a long time ago, maybe like a year ago. And I just remember it being really fucking intense. If we're talking about the same thing, it was like... You we are. Yeah, it was just like, (laughs) just intense, like techno music, flashing lights. I thought I was going to have a seizure. And I was like, yeah, I can't watch that right now. For anyone who isn't familiar, Love, Death, and Robots is... A collection, this is the IMDb, a collection of animated short stories that span a shit ton of genres, that's my own rephrasing, including science fiction, fantasy, horror, and comedy. So these, I just watched all three seasons. I had already watched the first season way back when, and I started watching this in the background um, while I was doing work. Ended up definitely not working for a handful of times when different episodes came on. But it's anywhere between a four-minute episode up to 20 minutes. So they vary in in length. And so I, one reason I didn't watch season two is for the same reason you just mentioned, KY. It is really fucking intense. Like a lot of the shorts are like really intense. And I would say the way to get over that, obviously you should just straight up watch it if you want to. But if you want to like buffer yourself a little bit, do what I did and like, bring your computer in front of the couch, do other stuff and turn it on the background. And what that lets you do is you can kind of like not pay attention to the ones you don't really care about or like look away if there's some of the horrifying shit that I want to tell you about in a second. Uh, And then when you have one that you do want to care about, just like, you know, stop working and watch for nine minutes because they're really short, super easy to understand bite-side pieces. They almost all have a, a horror um, or science fiction or horror science fiction combination to them and they are extremely fucking gory to be honest with you like very bloody like to the point where it's gratuitous like some of them are like not good because they're like over the top but when they net when they get it right which is like honestly like 50 percent of the time it is like i've been having a combination of bad dreams and and like really interesting thoughts for like the last week since i watched it the one <laughs> start like i'm literally getting the chills thinking about one of the ones that i watched when this guy gets stuck at like a they he wakes up in like a uh an unknown space station and like i'll just leave it at that when you get to that one damn just fucking hold on to your butt yeah the the problem with the approach you're taking with (laughs) having your laptop out doing work and having that on the background is uh i don't do work so 
what should I do <laughs> while I'm watching it? <laughs> What's my buffer? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Well, I could probably uh, listen, pop could, on the uh, Zite, put some noise-canceling headphones on, and just have that in the background. That's a good idea. Just bump on the Zite. Whenever you need a buffer, the Zite <laughs> is here for you. I highly recommend it, though. Like, highly recommend it. But again, do it in a way like I did, I would say, because it may not be an easy thing just to, like, casually watch, like, before don't just like, like before quick you app go before bed. you go to bed um, and just... <laughs> yeah no not happening but really you should check it out uh, start with the third season um because start with it's, the it's, third yeah start with the last season um i would say that it's the most individually intense and there's fewer episodes and then the other ones are more like hit and miss so yeah check dude gotta gotta check it so out. um there's no like continuity between them right they're all just independent they're all individual episodes. i semi unintentionally the I think they invited back a couple of the creators, as far as I could tell, to like later seasons. So like the first episode or the second episode of the first season is like made by the same creator uh, who does like the second episode of the third season. And you can like some of the characters are the same, but like generally speaking, that's very rare. They're all completely different. And they are like the artistry on these is unbelievable. And there are very different types of animation. Some of them are like so close to looking real with a computer generation. It's hard to tell at first that they're not actual live action. And then some of them are like super abstract, like illustrations. I love this. This is right up my alley. Totally, it's up your alley. Like you're gonna love it. Although you might hate me given your like horror dislike. So, but yeah, it should be like called love. Well, should be called like, sex gore and robots but um okay what do you got for me that's all i wanted to go through those and then we can talk star wars as one giant yeah (laughs) lump actually just remembered a few other things that i could potentially mention that at least one of these i think i'll just bring up now actually okay so this reminded me because love death and robots i feel like along the same lines of just like really artistic out there abstract animation and i don't know why i did this myself but after the maybe like a week and a half after the uvaldi shooting i watched this short animated movie on netflix called if anything happens i love you and wow let me just read the mdiv sounds like potentially a real actually waterfall go go, go look up the cover art on mdiv uh it's dark but the imdib in the where did i hear about in the aftermath of tragedy two grieving parents journey through an emotional void as they mourn the loss of a child and there's no dialogue nothing just animation shapes music won an oscar best animated short i think and dude this this short broke me I'm like thinking about crying just looking at like the two pictures on here. The trailer um, will destroy you. <laughs> it's like 10 minutes long, the entire short. Wow. Okay. I'm definitely going to watch this, but I'm terrified. I, I'm just, and for anyone, the reason I'm saying that because no one can see me is uh, I'm just looking through the descriptions and the nominations um, that it won. So it, it seems like an absolutely crushing short and like the stunning tent the way they did the animation was so creative because it's not your typical like let's draw out this full scene and like the full screen and all that it's literally like as if somebody were drawing with just a pen and paper totally minimalist not even 
full color spectrum. It was, and it, yeah. Anyway, it's a it is Oof. a must. All right, I'll, I'm gonna be watching that tonight probably, and I'll call you in tears later. Okay, great wreck. This looks really good. I mean, obviously, really sad, but uh, but looks uh, pretty powerful. I the yeah, obviously hot on animated shorts right now. So. Yeah. So that was one that took me to a dark place, and then yeah, I recently I don't know if you've still been listening to the Smart List podcast, but they've had some really great guests on recently. They mm-hmm. had Bradley Cooper on this week, who tar- talked about some pretty interesting things about his struggles with his inner darkness but oh really yeah actually so quick aside he made he made this point about how like it wasn't until maybe a year and a half ago where he finally felt like for the first time in his life that he had his own inner self-confidence that came from within him instead of external factors that would prop up his ego and self-confidence he was like, this is the first time it took me 54 years to feel like I could just be comfortable being myself and like happy. And I was like, holy shit, dude, what does that mean for us? You're Bradley fucking Cooper. <laughs> what about us? I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I do think my, I do think I have no idea, obviously, but I do think it must be really hard for people like who are in the limelight and who, whose job is so much about making other people like you or believe you are something that you are not like literally that's acting. And like, I will say that seems terrifying to me. Like, obviously I'm not, I'm not suggesting I have some like great inner self-confidence, but I do think like it's much easier for me or you or like for that matter to feel that way. Cause it's like, I'm just trying to be one person like reasonably well in front of a very small audience. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) That's super interesting though. Yeah. That's yeah. So anyway, uh, a few episodes before that, uh, they had on Phil Lord and Chris, I think Chris Miller is his name. These were the directors of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated one. Oh, love it. And I was like, Great this is fucking film. awesome. So I rewatched <clears throat> Spider-Man recently. It's a top, uh, a favorite of the Zeit, yeah. that's for sure. Top wreck. Did you watch the, the new uh, Spider-Man? The newest one? The... Oh, the Tom Holland one? Yeah. I did, yeah. yeah. The multiverse one? Yeah. I thought it was really, really good, actually. It was surprisingly um, good. And I love the concept of it, bringing back old characters, parallel universe. Pretty, uh, pretty, really hard to pull off. And I think they did a remarkably good job of it. And it's not, you know, it's not the same as uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, but, uh, wait, that's, sorry, wait, did I conf- just confuse them? Into the Spider-Verse is the Zeitrek. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I just had a panic, panic moment. Yes, it's not... I mean, that's still, I think, the best one, but... Yeah, um, but the thing is, with those Tom Holland ones, it's like, no matter... They, they've made some incredible movies, ob- objectively, as far as, like, blockbusters go, but I just still don't like Spider-Man for some reason, even after I watch this. Yeah, I don't totally disagree. I mean, Tom Holland's pretty likable, but it's, like, not a... They've again. I, I agree. It's like they've made good movies, not because of Spider Man, but in spite of yeah. Spider Man. Unlike Batman or something. Like Batman, like I feel like it's like a more compelling. One reason why it's like basically become a modern myth is because like everyone can in some way relate to this like <laughs> dark, contradictory character. It's like 
He's poor, but he's rich. He's dark, but he's light. He's internally torn, but he's also self-confident. It's like it's like anybody can like be a part of Batman's story. Yeah. It's like Sp- Spider-Man, like, a, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And after you watch the Spider-Man movie, it's like the next day. I mean, you'll, you'll never think about that movie ever again. There's no need to. Yeah. So, And then, yeah, in response to your triple R, I wanted to bring up Slumdog Millionaire, which, like, I'm kind of ashamed that it took oh, yeah. me this long to watch it. But I've been on this recent Dev Patel kick after I watched The Green Knight a few times. And oh, wow. <laughs> which, you know, maybe we should we should also probably talk about The Green Knight at some point. But yeah, it's funny. I like I was just thinking about Dev Patel's name because I'm, mem- I'm remembering him from Slumdog, which I watched all the way back in like 2008. And uh, I like didn't put together. He looks like so. I mean, I he obviously looks the same, but um, but also so yeah, different. Wow, it's like wild to think of his like trajectory yeah. as an as an actor to get to the green. <laughs> um, but he's he's, yeah, he's he's obviously a fantastic actor. Yeah, he crushed it in the Green Knight, and uh, honestly, almost unrecognizable versus what he looked like when he was much younger. He does he does a great job looking like a ragged, over over over. Um, I'm just struggling with the words tonight. The uh, under um, cu- uh, manic uh, manicure. No, not manicured. Uh, are you talking about man- mannequin? Just, <laughs> just um, a mannequin. Mannequin. Yeah, actually, do you mind just cutting me out of the podcast <laughs> entirely this time? <laughs> anyway, he he looks unmanicured in the. Is that the <laughs> in which? Okay, let's move okay. on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> something about uh, mannequin. Anyway, <laughs> and then mannequin, <laughs> and then. I mean, b- before we get into my quick take on Slumdog, did you like The Green Knight? Because... Yeah. Okay. I, I Dude, I was so into it, and everyone I've talked to who's seen it hated it for some reason. Okay. First off, they're obviously haters yeah, if they yeah, hated obviously. it. And fuck them. I thought it was fantastic. Remember, I think I brought it up before you watched it, because I watched it on... Probably. My the Zeit's favorite streaming service, which is Delta in flight. Uh, oh yeah. As Although mentioned. I guess I gotta judge a little bit watching Green Knight uh, on the on the plane screen. But if that gets the job done, then that was the right. only place it was even watchable at the time because I watched it pretty oh. early, and I think Delta got a, okay. a deal early adopter. Uh, yeah. But I actually I, I was actually on my list to rewatch in my home theater and by home theater i mean my television and because for that exact reason i actually thought it was stunning like the visuals were stunning just in the airplane and that's yeah. when you know it must be yeah. fucking legit <laughs> so yeah total i mean I, I i take the criticism but uh man works with what he has so. yeah that's right i mean if mad max was only on the plane then you're gonna watch mad max on the plane <laughs> <laughs> perfect no i would never do that <laughs> Yeah, well, for the record yeah, i would <laughs> um so anyway so slumdog we should talk about green knight again um maybe i'll rewatch it in my home theater and we can talk about it but what's your take on slumdog hit me, hit me. Also, so actually should we do the quick imdb i assume most people have yeah. watched it but let's yeah, do yeah. Quick- i mean i feel like i'm the only person in america who has not or who i guess just saw it <laughs> that's probably accurate but <laughs> For those who haven't, who have, are like KY and live under an even bigger rock than I do, <laughs> it is a Mumbai teenager reflects on his life after being accused of cheating on the Indian version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Great, great. So the first, actually the entire movie, I think my main takeaway was, or one of the takeaways was 
could you make a movie like this in this style and this way today and have a lot of people watch it? Probably not, which I thought was... Why not? Like the flash, the flashback model or... Yeah, the, the flashback model and it's not your traditional mainstream down the road. Like let's spoon feed you something to keep you entertained every minute along the way. The, the state of our current zeitgeist, but <laughs> I also yeah. thought... The, the expectations were high, right? Everyone is obsessed with this movie. I've been wanting to see it for a while. Huge Dev Patel fan. Actually, the reason why I love Dev Patel is after I watched The Green Knight, I was on his wiki and I found out we have the exact same birthday on the exact same in the exact same year. We're the same age. No way. Yeah. Both April 23rd, uh, 2004. So. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> what year are we going to go with here? Uh, that's, oh, that's really interesting. Oh, yeah. Nice. So I feel like he's kind of like guy. a kindred spirit. Oh, that means I'm really close to him as well. Oh, kindred yeah. spirit. He seems like he's way cooler than us, though. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and my my first reaction was like, the first 30 minutes, I was like, okay, I don't know what is happening. It's kind of hard to follow. And it wasn't super compelling because I thought in answering a lot of those early questions on who wants to be a millionaire, they fit way too perfectly into these crazy coincidences that must have happened in his life for that to then end up in that sequence for things that he knew to then answer these questions on this game show. I was like, okay, this is actually kind of dumb. Maybe the movie hasn't aged very well. I'm just watching it too late, but I was determined. I watched the whole thing and wow, the, the arc dude, the shape of that arc <laughs> between <laughs> him and Latika was so epic. I feel yeah. like it's, I mean, at its core, it's like, I didn't realize it's really a true, a very authentic seeming loves, like true love story, right? In its like purest form. And I fully appreciated that. And yeah, I, I can't believe I waited this long to watch it. Um, you're making me want to want to rewatch it. It's been... It's on Hulu. 10 years or more since I've seen it. So I'm, it's a little hazy, but I remember being compelled by the love story the the narrative arc is super interesting how they tell it yeah that's great i'm glad you liked it big fan yeah i just keep remembering the poop scene <laughs> when he falls into the poop bucket yeah dude you would remember that scene you know <laughs> uh so should we end on Ger de estrella is that how you say that in whatever language star yeah. wars yeah we can definitely do that so we both started watching, or at least I started watching, and you watched Obi-Wan, and I was driven by my initial watching of that to start watching the earlier Star Wars movies, episodes one, two, and three. What's your take on Obi-Wan? Oh, and uh, uh, Jab- or, um, Boba Boba Fett. Fett. Okay, so here's, here's my take. Had a lot of high hopes for both. I really thought the obi-wan trailer was really good really well made trailer i'm a big trailer guy i think you know this <laughs> yeah you are so that was a great trailer and i so so far i've watched i think three episodes and this show is absolute garbage i mean complete <laughs> trash i would give this maybe you know a zero banger if i could 0.5 wow. banger wow 
I saw that it was Deborah Chow who directed these episodes. I love her. I think she's a phenomenal director. She directed my absolute favorite Mandalorian episodes, which I know you hate, and we lost the rest of our subscribers because of that. But yeah, I was gonna uh, say, do you think it was as bad as the Mandalorian? But I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we just lost Jacob. Um, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no. So yeah, she's she's a good director. Yeah. The special effects were awful. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's a TV show, fine, lower budget, but like at least make it as good as The Mandalorian. Mm. Mm. Acting, awful. Ewan McGregor, decent. The rest of everyone else, not good. Yep. The yeah. little kids that represent, you know, Leia and Luke, Leia's a little shit. Leia's a spoiled little shit, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I almost had to turn off episode two because I was about to lose my mind. I, I, totally agree she like i I understand they're trying like at the, in the very beginning you're like oh like she's like she likes to stand up for herself and she's uh she's like a free spirit and then by the end of it, you're like you're like no she's just a fucking twat like <laughs> like completely spoiled piece of shit like not <laughs> yeah. not it's not an individualism it's she's a selfish bastard yeah yeah, um, and yeah, there's, I agree. there's just Not, no going back from that. I'm 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 gonna stop watching it. Actually, it's that bad. Mm, yeah, and it's kind of a shame because I was really looking forward to this, and I really liked the idea of this show and like where it is on the timeline. Actually, I had to Google the timeline right before I watched it, but they totally squandered the opportunity. Disney Plus, conveniently for you and for listeners, uh, I didn't know this until this show. Uh, maybe it's brand new. If you go to the Star Wars section, they literally give you a timeline of the entirety of the canon. Of, no like, way. I don't, in order. So you can start with like uh, episode one, then it goes like some r- random animated series they made, and then like episode two, and then, then they do um, episode three, and then this show. They literally put it if you wanted to. I don't know why you would, but if you wanted to watch all of those through, it's actually really helpful because uh, then I don't That's have to great. go to Google. Yeah. Um, or or Wikipedia, which actually cracks me up. I found that when I was trying to <laughs> is Google that who was who in this. Sh- yeah, because I was Googling in the sh- during the first couple episodes of the show. I was like, I can't remember who's who or whatever. And I found Wikipedia, and it is, it is a very robust <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> source. I actually thought Wikipedia was more interesting than a television show, which isn't hard to do. I agree. Didn't like The Mandalorian, and if that shows you how I felt about uh, Boba Fett or the book of Fett or whatever the fuck and Obi-Wan I'm like just so underwhelmed by these television shows it's just not they're just not it's just not good and like so I I'm one and a half episodes into Boba Fett and I actually do like it I thought episode one was actually much better than I was expecting in terms of just a really well-made episode but episode I keep one's good in both I think I think they both have good first episodes and then I, it gets you to the second and you're like, eh. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm an Obi-Wan hater, but I respect that as a, I respect that. I will not ever dis, uh, argue against you on those. But yeah, I keep hearing that Boba Fett completely goes off the rails in the second half of the season where just like a lot of weird shit goes down. So I'm kind of looking forward to getting into that. Okay. I never made it. So maybe if it's good, tell me and I'll maybe consider it. But you hate Star Wars, right? 
I, I don't know why. I feel like I should like it. Like, I love space operas in general as a genre. Like, love it. I love bad action. I love, like, easy to understand uh, love stories. But, like, I think I, I struggle not to see it as, like, an exercise in, like, low creativity. It's like it's like the Harry Potter thing. Like, I was, I've was i been watching the Fantastic Beasts movies. Uh, I told you, like, running in the background. And they're just, like, not good. And I mean, Yeah, those are garbage. They're, I mean, they're, they're fine, kind of as a. Not really though. Thing. Not really though. And they're, right. And they're like, yeah. Fair. <laughs> and they're like, they're beautiful. They're like, they're like legitimately pretty to look at. But yeah, all it is is trying to squeeze more drops out of a, what is otherwise a really good story. And I think, and again, I really am not a hater. Like you should squeeze. Like great, Disney should totally make more money on. Star Wars. I'm not like hating on that conceptually, but like I need more. I'll hit on it. Well, like Marvel, right? Marvel d- does that, and then they're own, it's owned by Disney, right? And they've done a good job, legitimately innovating, in a way that feels fresh. Sometimes they're bad, but they've legitimately innovated a lot of times. Whereas in Star Wars, I'm just like, fucking again, the same stupid shit on Tatooine. Like I don't give a fuck about Tatooine. I don't care about who these like slug creatures are like (laughs) like make me care like the only way that they're trying to make me care is by referencing some like once great movie from like the 80s and i'm like i don't i'm not saying i don't care about cool alien slug creatures i don't care about them just because you happen to reference some like bullshit movie in the 80s right that's what i'm trying to get at here and i feel like it's all super derivative and that just breaks my balls on the flip side well you tell me if you like the book of fett or boba fett or whatever it sounds like we both agree we're not finishing ob1 i will say i really liked i never thought i was gonna say this especially not in a recorded environment i really liked star wars episode one yes and i i knew you were gonna say that (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean go to the back catalog dude this is it's i think it's one of the greatest star wars movies ever made You've been saying that, I, and I will. I, I get will so much shit for this, dude. You've been saying that for like years, like literally years. And this first two episodes, I'm like riveted. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, these are great movies. Like episode yeah. one, uh, with the like pod racers and shit. And dude, then, the pod racing, so good. I remember playing like the Nintendo 64 game when it yeah, came out. Great like games in the 90s. <laughs> and uh, and then episode two, the Clone Wars. It's just, I mean, it's really fun. It's like really it's fun. Fresh. It's fresh, yeah. It's fresh. And it is legitimately fresh, though. I mean, obviously, I, we can joke about it, but it is like actually a fun, fresh movie. And I, if you can get over the like weirdly bad CGI, it's, yeah. it's very good. And like the weirdly racist Gungan thing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they, I feel like, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure the. Rotten Tomatoes score for episode one was like 35 oh, or something, but haters, haters. Yeah, they probably leaned in a little too much on the whole Jar Jar story, which I get, right? I get the gripe with that. And then, you know, the Anakin thing with his mom, yeah, finds like a little much, but everything else was like. <sighs> I, but I like disliked. Uh, I disliked. Um, okay, see, this is blows my mind. All right, Obi Wan the show got 83% on the tomato meter. Are you and shitting me? Star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace gets 51. 51 it's, meta score. It's a, like, it's are a you guys splat. serious? It's like, who 
are we who are we kidding here? Did you guys not see Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon? Liam kidding Neeson, me? Qui-Gon, and then um Mace Windu. Um, oh, uh Samuel L. Samuel L. Jackson just crushing it. Uh and then like fucking Yoda flying through the air. I mean like who doesn't want to watch that? Find the person. And I also liked, I remember not liking Jar Jar Binks. Also, by the way, I couldn't stop thinking about your theory that he's actually the dark Sith for the entire time. <laughs> uh, and anyway, I'm still hanging on to that theory. Loved it. I, I will say episode three, I really struggled with. And, I, yeah, and it could I be because I watched them too closely together, but like, ugh, it's like pretty cringy. Yeah, it's pretty cringy. Uh, I agree. There are some cool lightsaber scenes in that. For sure. But for aside sure. from that, it's a it's really tough to get through. Yeah, I, I think it's my least favorite. Having recently watched like the, the original three, so episode four, five, and six are totally good. I mean, they're just really solid movies. You know, I don't I think it's probably hard to debate that. I think with their ups and downs. And then the most recent ones I think are really polarizing. I think they're pretty good overall though. Loved one and two, and then number three, I think, is the bottom. It's definitely the worst of the ninth, I think. Um, of the yeah. nine, uh, yeah, I agree. And like, wh- what was the name of that Sith guy in episode one? The spikes on his head, the oh. what was his name? The apprentice, yeah, he's, the, a, he's uh, an amazing character, yeah, uh, with the, the double blade lightsaber, Darth Maul, Darth, Darth Maul. Maul, yeah, dude. Name a better bad guy, right. <laughs> It's an oh. iconic bad guy. The double-bladed lightsaber was an absolute mind-blowing thing, especially when oh. this came out when we were, like, growing up. And yeah. I think this movie has the best lightsaber fight scenes of any Star Wars movie I've ever seen. Dude, a hundred, hundo P. And then in <laughs> episode two, The Clone Wars, the, like... <laughs> Uh, the Count. <laughs> are, are you listening to Count Dooku? Are you listening to... I can hear you listen to, like, TIE Fighter. Uh, Count Dooku. His lightsaber. They, they like... They did that... It's, like, shaped like like a, a drooping... It's... <laughs> dick. <laughs> a drooping... Uh, uh, um, and he like, he, like, holds it with his, like, wrist pointed down. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, it's so ladies? in character, yeah. And, like, it's so in character, and, like... I don't want to think too hard about it, but like, when did he decide he was going to start training with the droopy lightsaber? <laughs> he just like, I just really love holding my hand like this. And like, I can get the like two sided one that Darth Maul has. But anyway, that was my thoughts. Overall, uh, yeah, Christopher I'm, Lee. I'm, I'm I'm pumped to uh, yeah, Christopher Lee. I'm I'm just uh, in general pumped to finally, after years of discussion, affirm firmly affirm your love and appreciation of the early catalog <laughs> so i love it i love the affirmation um is anyone still out there listening to this episode <laughs> yeah so let's recap uh i'm a hater on the most loved things uh we like the ones that people don't like um that's great stuff i also am yeah it reminds, reminds me of like it was it was like a cultural moment when they had like the droid army thing and it was like Lego. They made Legos after it and everything, and people still shout on it. I, dude, I miss that. But I just I distinctly remember when Obi-Wan flies to that random city in the middle of the ocean and visits yeah. the clone factory. I was right. like, this is some fresh shit. You've never yeah. seen something like this before. 
it's literally having just watched it like the idea that someone can like so first off that clone factory happens on a planet that's outside the galaxy outside of the star wars galaxy which is like the only place in the entirety of as far as i can tell the the movies or the shows that happens outside of the galaxy hence in a galaxy far far away and like he's confused because someone has like deleted the existence of that planet from the like jedi libraries and like the idea that like anyway i just that was such that a wild concept it is and i know it sounds now that i'm saying it out loud it sounds kind of dumb but um <laughs> but what i liked about it is that for the most part star wars as a good space opera doesn't have a lot of like mystery it's like really just you know a space opera i mean it's like you know it's like if it's a way to talk about like big ideas that like happen to have starships involved and but i liked that they kind of introduced like some like unknowns and and like mystery into like the history of the the jedi and yeah yeah it was just fun it was a fresh take on it like you said although i think a new hope does have the most mystery probably out of the apps how so because you're well i guess i don't know what you mean by mystery but essentially you're this you're basically discovering you're like peeling back the metaphorical onion non a24 metaphorical onion (laughs) on the world the universe that is star wars and like how things work and yeah what is this old ben ben guy and all of a sudden he has a lightsaber and it's i thought that part was the suspense there was really cool oh i see what you're saying okay that's that's totally fair i guess i'm like i'm very much biasing towards like a post episodes oh yeah i see because um because i'm like like everyone knows what that is. Yeah, I to- <laughs> totally agree. Cool, man. Well, what are we going to promise the people that we're going to watch, which we will then subsequently not watch this time? So we're finally going to finish Power of the Dog, and we're going to review that one. <laughs> uh, nine days. Uh, we're also going to watch that one, review it, and then Mass is the other one, right? All right, so the same ones that we've been talking about uh we actually did talk about nine days. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Did we? Good I don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. remember. But although it's like I, somebody, one, one of my friends was talking about the uh, Into the Spider-Verse movie. And then I was like, oh, we did an ep on that. So I sent it to him, but I listened to little snippets of it before I sent it. And it was just straight up not good. You know, <laughs> some of those early eps are just not good. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say we're like good now, but I do think they're like there's been improved reasonably listenable listenable apps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe you don't want to like shoot your call. brains out, but <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the primary metric. <laughs> do you or do you not want to shoot your brains? Um we uh, yeah, maybe we should call the back catalog at some point. Um, I agree. But not change the numbering and just have missing episodes. <laughs> <laughs> just like they've been, they like our sponsors, they have been uh, redacted for legal reasons. <laughs> well, also, we eventually have to do a live episode of uh, The Matrix. Oh, yeah. I mean, although yeah, I, don't, do I, don't, I don't know if we're there yet, but we're not, we're not, but we will be soon. I can feel it. I can feel us. It's brewing. It's definitely brewing. I can feel us coming on. The matrix coming onto it, getting getting there. That's weird. <laughs> right, um, right, right. And by us getting better, 
um, we mostly mean that uh, you're getting better at just cutting out my stupid <laughs> stuff that I say. Uh, not getting any better at talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's something popular in theaters that we... Oh, we can talk about the new Top Gun movie. Oh, shit, dude. We actually... Our next step should be Top Gun 2. And we should do that, like, soon while it's still hot off the press and it's okay. top of mind because I have a lot of thoughts on Top Gun 2 and I rewatched Top Gun 1 recently. Many thoughts, yeah. Um, okay, well, we'll talk about uh, Top Gun 2. And Did how... you see it? Uh, no, I'm actually probably not going to watch it either, but you can cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can try. I can try. You saw the first one it. there, right? Yeah, obviously I've seen it. Yeah, of course. Okay, I've seen right, the first one like it. three Let's... times. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I'm not a monster. Yeah, um, yeah. no. De- you, actually, you should definitely watch number two. You have you have already? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have. Oh, I thought you were saying you only watched the first. Okay, I, in that case, I'll actually seriously watch it. Yeah, I I forget if I texted you. I watched it last night. I oh, went to. I know you texted me. You late night viewing. Ah, oh, okay. That's a great idea. I'll do that. That way, I don't have to feel bad about leaving my child. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, definitely watch that, and then we'll hit up the app and. All right. Looking forward to, looking forward to uh, Top Gun two and um, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, <laughs> and then the, the mask. We'll start off with the mask. The mask. Yeah. N- early start with the mask. Thanks for joining us today for our episode about everything, everywhere, all the time. Um, we'll be coming at you with Top Gun 2 from the top and Top Gun 1. So Top Gun 1 and 2. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One, 1 and 2. And also 2. <laughs> yeah. 2 first and then 1. Yeah, uh, probably then, in that order. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have to circle back to 1 um, yeah. second. For contextualization purposes. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we'll be back in like a week. No, no, no. no. Like two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Maybe, maybe, maybe two months. Weeks. Yeah, really, it could be any amount of time. And we're looking forward to that moment. Hope you are too. Thanks for listening. This has been Bradford and KY at the Zeit. Zeit.